celebrating now the mass that begins the Lenten season. Lenten season is going to remain a very important season for the life of the church, the life of the ecclesia, the life of God's people. Because through the season of Lent, we're able to journey deeper and deeper into the very mysteries of our salvation. And Jesus said in the Gospel of Luke, he said, unto you is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. So it's a very important season for all of us. It's a season when we personally journey with God into deeper realms of repentance and conversion. Some writers say it's a season of metamorphosis, where we move from one level of glory to another level of glory. It's a season of transformation. It's a season of renewal. It's a season of rejuvenation. And so as we cooperate with the Holy Spirit, who better this season, we shall not remain the same in the name of Jesus Christ. And that is a very special aspect of the purpose and the will of God for our lives. When we talk about the will of God, what is the will of God for my life? God wants you to grow. God wants you to develop. God wants you to grow into maturity. Okay? And this is in provokes that beyond measure. Through the exercises we carry, we carry out and also through the grace that are made available in the course of this season. Through it encourages growth. And that is why the readings of today are, you know, garrisoned with ideas, virtues that provokes this type of growth. And the second is the time for us to reenact those mysteries of Christ in our lives, where the mysteries are not going to be things only in the atmosphere or only in our minds, but the mysteries of our salvation, you know, takes flesh more and more in us. We become the epistles of the gospel. The realities of the finished work of Christ is imparted into our souls, and then we're able to live them out day by day. And so the church encourages us that we begin this season with fasting which is the act of discipline. And so on this day, we're encouraged to fast. At least, you know, let go. One or two meals as a way to dispose yourself to step into this moment of grace that God has made available for us. Cut down your distractions. So the emphasis on meals is because food is the mother of appetite. It's the mother of all appetite. If you're able to deal with that one, other appetites will be able to deal with them also. But especially in the course of these 40 days, you mark out ways you'll be journeying with the Lord and try to listen to him more. Cut down distraction, phone, social media, television, movies, jiving to one place to the other. I want to be everywhere at all times, you know. Cut them down and focus 
and ask the Lord, what do you have for me? You are the one to do that. You must not allow yourself to be distracted in the course of this Lenten season. So you can maximize it and step into the next level God has ordained you to be. And you know, at every level of our journey with the Lord, there's a blessing that goes with it. Just like in life, if you are promoted from class one to class two, there's a blessing that goes with it. And subsequently, until you reach the apex, the journey of, you know, academics in the academic uh, world. The Spostana Sam says something that touches me. He says, create a true heart for me, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. This is the time. As we journey with the Lord, there is something he does in our lives. He begins to create a new heart. Your heart begins to pass through some level of regeneration. Your heart regenerates from the old heart to what? A new heart. We all need new hearts to walk with the Lord. Because new wine must be what? A new wine skin. And so the Lord wants to always fill us with new wine. And for the new wine to remain, the old wine skin must go. The new wine skin must be formed. And once you have a new wine skin and the new wine comes in, your life takes a new dimension. That's why the Lord said, I have come to do a new thing in your life. The new things cannot happen if you don't have a new wine skin, if you don't have the new wine. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. Why are many Christians weak? Why are many Christians falling by the wayside? Dull, lazy, and naive. It's because they lack the steadfast spirit, the pushing spirit, the dynamic spirit, the indefatigable spirit, the persevering spirit, the spirit that is garrisoned by the spirit of might. During this season, the Lord again will be furnishing us with that steadfast spirit so that no matter what is happening in the world, you will sustain the integrity of your faith. You will sustain the integrity of serving God in season and what? Out of season. You see, what God wants to do in the course of this period is so clear. It is you and I that we yield ourselves and allow him who started this work to perfect it. That's why this season, more than ever, is a season where you must yield yourself. You must force yourself to be in the hand of God who will recreate you, who will renew you, who will refurbish you if you like. So that he can put back into you a what? A steadfast uh, spirit. A steadfast spirit that will help you to continue to remain fervent. To remain fervent. Fervency has to do with the spirit of piety. You are ever renewed in your spirit of service unto the Lord, which is the primary reason why you are on earth here as a Christian. Your missionary Christian life will be sustained by the power of fervency that is sustained by the word, the grace of what? Steadfastness. So amidst what comes, you will remain strong and keep the light of life always in the midst of the darkness that's ravaging the world. Paul said, I've fought the good fight of faith. I've run the race. I have finished my course. He said, and I have what? 
kept David. He was too sure because that's the ultimate. He kept his faith. He was beating from all sides, but he remained strong. These 40 days, the Lord will be strengthening men and women, his children who will yield themselves to that dimension. And may that be a portion in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. He says, Do not cast me away from your presence. Take me not. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. So as you walk with the Lord, he renews the glory of his presence in your life. And you know very well that in our preaching journey, the greatest courage you will have to journey in this terrain of life that Jesus himself has called an evil and perverse generation is to be a host of God's presence. To be a carrier of God's presence. That is the ultimate will of Jesus. That's why we receive the Holy Communion. The essence of the Holy Communion is that we be repeated with the presence of God all the time. Because the fuel that powers my existence and your existence that will make relevance in God is God's presence. So you see David, when he was praying, when he sinned, he repented. He came back in repentance. He began to take away the sins of his life and say, Lord, please, do not take away your presence from me. So it's a time for us to journey in deep repentance. There are sins that have held us bound. Immorality, wickedness, gossip. We have all these sins of unforgiveness. We have sins of hurt. We have sins, many sins that have held us bound. And have denied us of the glory of God's presence. We live in a world where we tolerate so much evil. Where we call evil good and call good evil. It's a time that you and I who are Christians, who are supposed to be light. We truly make a step towards what? Journey with the Lord in deep repentance. Acknowledge our sins. Acknowledge where we have yielded ourselves to the negative energy that have taken away God's presence from us. The Bible says, I think in first, in first John, it says, if we acknowledge our sins and confess them, that God is faithful to forgive us of all our sins, and not just that, and all forms of unrighteousness. There are all forms of unrighteousness that has capacity to shut down a child of God. You are existing, but you, don't, you lack the power that sentences you, which is God's presence. And this during this season, God wants to bring his presence again to us because that is his mercy. When you receive mercy, you have received back the presence of God. And once the presence of God is upon your life, you will live perpetually in his presence. And the Bible says, in the presence of the Lord is what? The fullness of joy. And that is right and is what? Happiness forever. Nothing on earth can give us happiness. Nothing on earth can give us joy. Only God's presence. And the devil will contest God's presence in your life. And make you to remain in that particular sin that is in your life. And give you enough argument in your mind to make you remain there. You will argue and say, no, for this one, I will remain like this. And as long as you don't change, as long as you don't join with the Lord in the journey of repentance, and that metamorphosis, conversion that God desires, you are not worthy of all these graces that is equated to us in the course of this season. And I want to believe that you will not be there to resist God. Because if you resist God, you are losing and God is opening his arms and is inviting all of us. And that's why the second reading says, this is your acceptable time. 
I have listened to you. That means God is one who is opening himself unto us. He says it's a time of salvation. You know? It's a time of salvation. Paul makes it very clear when he says, brethren, we are ambassadors of Christ. God making his appeal through us, we beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. God is begging through his ministers. You, come, let's reconcile now. <laughs> because this is his time. He's not begging now. Because a time will come when you will not beg. And the Bible says, at that time, the era of grace will be over. God is not begging you now. Change. Yield yourself. So, people of God, there's so much for us to appreciate in these 40 days if we truly walk with the Lord. Bring that to us. Bring that to your time and create that opportunity to join you with the Lord in fasting. Discipline yourself. Let go of food, at least for today. And subsequently, tend the days of these 40 days with certain sacrifices of different types. Make it meaningful to your life. This time, make a special effort to pray more. For some of us who are lazy, when it comes to come to morning mass and receiving the Lord every day, Take your time. At least, if you don't know how to pray, call for morning mass. Make the sacrifice. Go to afternoon mass. Stop going around, living a hopeless Christian life without impact. Say your rosary. Pick your rosary this time and kneel down for once. Not as a family, even as an individual. Kneel down and say, Lord, I've come to you. Don't kill yourself. You have using opportunities God has given to you to destroy yourself. There are colleagues who have not handled rosary and have said it personally for donkey years. And they come to church and they say glory to Jesus. Why live that way? This time, tell yourself the truth that is bitter. I need God in my life. I can't keep floating like this. This is the time. Heaven is waiting for you. Opportunities given to you again. Don't be too busy. Jumping from pillar to post. Having to learn from the life of people who have passed that way. The shocking one is just the latest CEO of Access Bank. Go and study that man's life. He left the house of billions of recent debut. You don't talk of his asset. Somebody worth $65 million. Is it billion or million dollars? Now he died. His only son died with him, with his wife. Who owns all this now? Can't we learn futility? His house now, if you see that house, if you enter that house, you will know that money missed road. Man is nothing. God is all. And lastly, it's a time for charity. It's a time to look at the human being and recognize the God in him. It's a sign to celebrate your neighbor. This division, this unnecessary profiling of people and classifying people is just stupidity of the highest order. We are all in the image of God. It's a time to appreciate people with the little thing you have. Put a smile on somebody. And that's why as a Christian community, I want to appeal to all of us. We know that things are hard, but not, things are not hard for us, God's people, because our God is faithful in our lives. Amen? In the course of this year and this Lent, May we make a sacrifice of getting things so we as a family can bless the less privileged. 
We already know how we do it. Bags of rice, indomie, clothing, shoes, soap, whatever you have that will go and touch somebody's life, bring it so that we can bring it together and make a statement and write a signature in the life of people. That's how we sustain the integrity of our lives as God's people. There's so much. So we pray the Lord to help us. May he bend our, our hearts to obey his word. We pray the Holy Spirit to help us. I am more than ready to intercede for us that these 40 days be useful and gainful for us through Christ our Lord. Amen.